With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Present TNT on BTR with your host, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Draft in wrestling fans and get ready because it's TNT and it's dynamite. Gentlemen, welcome to another loaded edition of Rampage Rants Thursday Night Turmoil here on the Evolution Radio Network, live and exclusively live on Blog Talk Radio. This is a proud presentation of Rampage Productions. My name is Sadistic Sean David. That hasn't changed in almost the last nine years, and I am one of the founding fathers here at the Evolution oh, Radio shut Network. Up. <laughs> shut up! Oh my God! And I, I'm one of the founding members of this network. For they don't care. Don't care. And, and don't I am care. joined by my lovely co-host, who's got her pet back in her step. I can tell. Oh, uh, on me? Who the fuck am I? Yes. I'm chaotic, and I'm the reason why this show will never be a bag of dicks. We will be joined, hopefully, by Sin momentarily. I have my cellular phone close He's by helpful? in case he in case uh. He runs into any problems here tonight. So, so he's <coughs> available. You have you, yes. you have spoken yes, to I, him. Yes, I yes. have. He's <laughs> up. Oh my gosh! Take some water, man. No, that's that's me smoking a bong because I got a good deal on a quarter of weed. Uh, anyway, if you, um, if you take a sip of water, you'll feel better. Yes, that's, that's yes ma'am. Mama. Yes, ma'am. All right. We have a lot to talk about and unpack here tonight on the program. I have uh, called tonight, here comes the bang. But I also want to uh, alert everybody that this will be our Pride Edition podcast um, here tonight. We have not been able to really do anything. If Katie and uh, uh, Sin can tell you anything, I have been very busy over the last two weeks. Uh, Mm -hmm. Anybody that's seen my Facebook post uh, earlier this evening, knows why we'll talk about that more this evening as well so tonight we are gonna unpack aew new japan forbidden door pay-per-view i did not see blood and guts i have read the reviews i have seen some of the pictures and footage um i don't know that i want to see it um here's why 
I don't know that this second Blood and Guts that we have now done can live up to the original first one. Now, we know that the original Blood and Guts ended in a popcorn fart when MJF threw Jericho off the cage and, and Jericho landed on the crash pad. However, the aura of that original Blood and Guts and the way that they set that thing up was great. I don't know that you had that build to this Blood and Guts. It, it just kind of felt a little lackluster for me. We'll talk about that more. We're going to review uh, WWE and some NXT. We're going to talk about the current AEW product, Impact Wrestling. Um, we do have to address the 10,000-pound elephant in the room. Um, and that'll be about Vince McMahon. Um, so we'll we'll talk to everybody about that. Um, we've got a lot to unpack. I am going to try to get Mr. Okay, Finn so, in. So, so while you're packing, we're unpacking? <clears throat> yes. Okay. Um, Just checking, boss. We're going to talk about what's going on with Miss Sunny and how it's not so sunny for her. We'll be talking about Joey Ryan yet again, uh, rumors and innuendo, and so much more here tonight on the program. Okay, just get your ass in here, man. Yes, uh, I am. Well, use your phone, damn it. Use your phone. Um, like I need to get over there and see what's going on with his computer because I gave him some cable wire to hard wire into his uh, PC. And um, I don't know that it's working correctly, but we'll we'll get to that later on. So tonight... A lot to uncover, but I want to start things off right. We have lost two legendary referees in the world oh. of professional wrestling in the last couple of weeks. Uh, it happened in the same week. So we're going to take a moment here, and I'm hoping that by the time we return and get done talking about this, Mr. Sin will be with us. Um, ladies and gentlemen, just give us 30 seconds of your time and a brief moment of silence to remember Dave Hebner and Tim White. All right, and, and we are back. Was, okay, I, I hate to correct you, but it was Earl Hebner that died. No, it was Dave Hebner. No, Tim White died are after Hebner. Are you sure? Because one of, one of yes. them was at, was, was at Impact's last pay-per-view. And yes, that was Earl. And that was, that okay. was Earl and well, his friend Brian. Well, what do you Brian. want from me? They're, look, they're friggin' twins. They're twins. I what know. do you want from me? But anyways, that that took part of my childhood away. Right there. Um, we want to welcome Whoa, with us to the program, the Sultan of Slither, Finn, is back with us. Um, we will yeah. work on your connection issues uh, here tonight, but Can we have a yeah, lot. Yeah, but you know what? You're late, so you get whipped. Go whip them. Ah, uh, shit. You get whipped. You should always 
that. A boy. Always have the work right. ready. I always have I always have it ready. But not tonight. Yes, she got the work is always ready. All yeah, right. Got work. Uh, the work goes away. Shut up. So, so this is what we are going to uh, start things off with tonight. We have to address the 10,000-pound elephant in the room. Oh what the God. fuck is going on with Vince McMahon? I don't want All right. Um, I'm sure every wrestling fan that follows the WWE uh, closely has seen the controversy. I, I, I really don't even know where yeah. to begin on this, um, but I'm going to try and sin, and Katie will step in where they need to. Um, so there's a lot of big accusations that have come out against Vince McMahon. John Laurinaitis is out. Um, Bruce Pitchard is now in, in charge um, from what's being said by all sources. This is yeah. coming after um, the news has come out that Vince McMahon paid a $3 million NDA, which is a, a, basically an NDA is you sign a piece of paper and you can't talk yeah, about what's he, on that yeah. paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and a, lot of times, a lot of the times there's money with that piece of paper. So, um, and then you can't say, but anyways, you can't say shit. This is what I'm going to, this is what Jim Cornette said on his podcast, and I'm going to repeat it. You can be damn certain if I paid somebody $3 million, I did whatever they said I did. <laughs> and I think, I think that case is very true in the case of Vince McMahon. There have been other accusations that have come out. Uh, the first WWF referee that was a female. Um, was on the Phil Donahue show. Um, God, this would have been <clears throat> years ago. But um, Rita. <clears throat> okay, give me a name, damn it. Rita Chatterton was a <clears throat> female referee in the 1980s that accused Vincent Kennedy McMahon of raping her in 1986. These allegations have again come forward since the time of all of these other allegations had come out against Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I don't like, look, the WWE has been in disarray since COVID. Steve Kane and I were talking about this with Katie before he passed away. Like when the WWE got affected by COVID, we said, this is going to shake things up, and either Vince is going to grow and adopt with the times or lose his damn mind. And we have seen that Vince has lost his mind, ever-lovingly oh, totally. lost his mind. Because totally here's, lost his mind. here's what's happening now. Now you have a publicly traded company, and, and this is where the big problem lies. They are a public tr- publicly traded company. If this was the day – if they were not a publicly traded company – I don't know that this would be as bad as what it is. I also want to remind everybody that if the WWF would have been a publicly traded company during the steroid trial, Vince probably <laughs> wouldn't have, have been the guy in charge of the WWF after that trial. Just going to make that point abundantly clear to everybody and make everybody he understand. Gotten, he wouldn't have gotten the greatest deal of all time, the McMahon to Austin. Oh, oh he's a dickhead. Um, but it's it's, so hateable. It's it's the truth because here's the thing. If 
you've got all of these accusations against Vince McMahon, and we know everything that we know about all the talent released and, and this and that, Sasha and, and Naomi walking out, everything that we know in this broad spectrum of the last, I'd say, from 92 to now. There's been a lot of female talent in that company. We know that he paid for Sonny's boobs. We know that he paid for Sable's boobs. We know that he paid for a lot China. of them. China. Um, he, paid for China's, he paid for China's chin, teeth, and boobs. But the other thing that was alarming to me that I just learned about within the last week or so is that Linda McMahon and Vince McMahon have not been together for a very long time. They may still be married, but they are not together. They're not like a couple. Um, So that, that, you know, that raises more questions as to what has gone on in the land of the WWF for a while. Because... I'm going to tell you right now, if more female talent starts to come out and make allegations, you'll never uh, – you should let – me, let me be profound about this. You should never see the day where Vince McMahon is allowed back in charge if there's that many solid allegations. No. Nope. Um, I think this is the time that uh, Triple H needs to step in, but there's been a lot of um, criticism towards him be- since he's come back in and supposedly taken over NXT again. It, it – it, you need people in the wrestling business right now with WWE that understand wrestling and nothing more. None of these people that are going to write scripts for everybody, none of these people that think, wow, this will look great on television or on pay-per-view, people that understand wrestling. There was a network that we were on in the inception of this program called Back to Basics, and I believe that's firmly what the WWF, WWE, what have you, needs to do because – you have Bruce Pritchard in charge. Laurinaitis is out the door. They suspended him. Um, oh, he wow, got eh? dragged up in the allegations. I mean, uh-huh. what is going on with this company? You have dirty old men, and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say this. You have dirty old men that don't understand that they need to leave the blue chew at home for the day and leave the girls alone <laughs> and let the talent be talent. Leave the blue chew alone, folks. Leave the blue chew alone. Leave it at home. Don't use it. Don't eat it. Don't chew it. I'm gonna I'm don't gonna take a break from my 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 soapbox and let Sin and Katie speak on this. I, he's a dirty old man, and I mean like, so I read I read I read the whole thing, and it basically said that McMahon there would hand her off to Laronitis as a toy. Okay, like yeah. when when he was finished with her, he handed her off to Laronitis. So she was with Laronitis for a while, too. So, I mean, at one point she was with both of them, but this man's like, here you go, Laronitis. That's why for you. Have fun. You know, like. The first year as just like working as some kind of assistant when it comes to um, legal accusations or whatever. And, uh, he, she made like hundred thousand the first year, and then the second year when he handed her off the Laurinaitis, she made what two hundred or three hundred thousand. They doubled her triple. Yeah, that's true. You read the you read the article yeah, I read. Super suspicious there. Yeah, <laughs> it's disgusting. You know, it's disgusting the way women are treated within the, the walls of the WWE. It's disgusting. 
Ben, talk to me as a promoter about these kind of allegations. Like, if you're a promoter of an independent, large, large, large independent company, and these oh, kind of allegations my. are made against you, what happens? Um, well, first off, I wouldn't be in a position of paying off women not to talk about me. I would hope I'd be smarter than that. Um, if it was fake, um, I'd obviously be fighting it tooth and nail. Um, if I was guilty right now, I'd be pretty damn worried. That's, that's all I can say on that. I, 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 you know, you just can't put yourself in that position. That's <laughs> It's pretty stupid uh, mistreating women, and uh, it just doesn't work in the world today. No, it does not. Um, you know, this this reminds me of old school television where, um, you know, uh, husbands would tell their wives to get back in the kitchen. That kind of thing on television in 2022 wouldn't fly. Uh-huh. No, it won't. Um, you know, this is this is kind of where we're at. And it's sad because the dynamic of the WWE has been, I would say, tainted for a while, but this puts a whole nother damper on it. And I, I believe that WWE can overcome a lot of things, but um, we are like a little over 20 years removed from that steroid trial. And now we have this. Um, that spells, for me, a recipe for disaster if we leave Vince McMahon in charge. Like, what is the next thing that's going to come out against Vince? Right. I, I I just don't know that, you know, first of all, we've said for a while that Vince in charge is probably not best for business. Um, but at the end of the day, and, and I'm going to make this uh, accusation now, I believe Nick Khan has done everything in his power to be able to take over that company. It's it, It's just looking more and more with the more that comes out. Like this is going to happen. Now it will stay in the family. I'm not going to say that they're going to sell this company to Nick Khan. What I'm saying no. is Nick Khan has positioned himself to where he's in control of that company. Vince McMahon's name might be on the checks. Uh, Nick Khan is very much in charge, and it's sad. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know how much influence somebody has over Nick Khan to see if he's in full control or who is of the booking decisions. Because some of it has been okay, some of it not so much. Some of it makes us want to turn it off. And I know it's, it's, it's agreeable to Finn and, and Katie both. There are some segments on WWE television over the last, I'd say, two to three years that have made us just want to click the clicker and turn it off. Mm-hmm. There's other things yep. that we want to see more of that we don't see enough of that are like, man, if you give us more of this, this would be a more palatable product to watch on a regular basis. I will I will tell you honestly, if I'm sitting, say I'm watching Raw, okay, you know, WWE's weekly pay-per-view. Um, if there's something I don't like and going on and don't want to see, and I'm pretty sure a lot of other viewers are doing the same thing I am, I just pick up my phone. You know, I'm on my phone. I'm looking at my phone. I'm seeing seeing what's going on on Facebook, looking at my notifications, going to different groups, watching videos. Like, and and uh, Sin was able to dial in the other way. Test one two Sin test. One two Sin. Yay! All right, Hi. we got it. Um, hey, so, buddy. you know the thing the thing about it is this. 
some of that stuff is just downright good. Some of it, you need somebody in charge that understands wrestling, not television, not uh, movies, not all that shit. Yeah. Wrestling. Let's go back to the basics. Let's let's put things in the ring like a Bret Hart versus uh, Owen Hart or things that people wanted to see. Let's make wrestling wrestling again. Let's let's look for for all intensive purposes, sports entertainment derived from professional wrestling. Why don't we throw that sports entertainment shit aside for a little while and focus on the things that got Monday Night Raw to where they are. There was a DVD release uh, several years ago. It was the best of Monday Night Raw season one and two. Um, it might have even been season one, but you're talking in a time where Raw was only an hour. And you're, you're getting yeah. matches yeah. with, like, The Undertaker and Danny Demento. And, that and was things, the main event. That was the main event of the first Raw. You know, I always you've remember got, that. You've got things that make people excited. And we are scripting these programs and not formatting them in a way that makes people want to see more. That doesn't. I believe in my own feeling that the current WWE product and this even stands true to even some AEW is not something that makes me go, I have to see this or else. You don't have that feeling that yeah. you had during the Monday Night Wars where you're like, shit, if I don't tune in, I'm going to miss something. If we need that back be in talking wrestling. about it tomorrow. Right. I mean, like, we I, that I, back I, in I, wrestling. I'm, I, okay, I, I'm going to update people on me as I, as I say this real quick. Um, I've been getting really tired lately. They put me on hormone treatment. It's, just, it's IV infusion. I'm fine. And my cancer is not back because I'm trusting. The second I put up treatment time, and you know, you know, you check in on Facebook, right? I put a picture of myself and, and me getting my treatment. And five people came to me asking if my cancer's back. So I'm here to tell you, no, my cancer is not back. I am cancer free. Thank you very much. But I congratulations. Yeah, I need more hormone blockers so that my bones heal up because I had cancer in my tailbone and in the back of my pelvis. So I had radiation there as well. I had five radiation treatments on that. Twenty-five on my breast. But my bones just need to get stronger, thicker, and healthier, and then I'm fine. I'll be good. And I can, yeah, guess what, Sean? I can get my boobies. Yay, boobies! Because I live in Ontario, Canada, and here, like, like, everything that I needed for my cancer, like, including my chemotherapy, my radiation, my blood work, and, and stuff like that, my oncology team, that's all covered. And, you know, things are great. I'm doing really, really well. And, again, people, I do not have any cancer in my body at this time. I am perfect. Oh, yeah. By the way, Sean, would it be rude and unprofessional of me to ask the doctor to put a squeaky toy in my boob? A what? A squeaky toy. A squeaky toy. So if everybody come up and go squeak squeak. <laughs> That'd be that would be the that would be awesome. A professional wrestler know? needs to do that now. Squeak squeak. Hits. Oh no. Yeah. Hits, they're a wonderful thing. But anyways, we digress. Get back to what we we're talking about. But yeah. I mean, I remember when Raw was an hour long. Okay? And then they went to two hours, which was fine. 
And then when once they went to three hours, I, was, I mean, like when when you watch a pay per view, you're invested, right? So you really yeah. got to be invested to watch Raw. I almost went to bed this week, but yeah, I SmackDown was yeah. SmackDown. I've realized lately has been far more tolerable with its two uh, hour yeah, schedule. I, yeah, anybody who knows me knows I'm a SmackDown girl. But I yeah, mean, uh, and that, how about that Riddle versus? Uh, Riddle Ooh. versus uh, um Roman match. That was really good. That was sick. I mean, like, if they would allow him to drop the belt, it was a great match. They need to, they need for him to drop the friggin' belt. See, now, Riddle, I don't think Riddle it's got, quite... Yeah, Riddle got his money in the bank chance, so he gets to climb the ladders and fight the boys and ladders chairs and whatever else people want to bring into the ring and people... And, you know, he's got his chance. I think they're going to give it to Riddle and let him go for another championship run. I really think they're going to do that. Right. Possibly. Unless they decide yeah. to stick with a big guy and, you know, go with, like, I know. Uh, I know. Drew McIntyre or something. Drew's had a nice run. Oh, he got a really but, good run. Got to so, give Riddle a nice run. Yeah. So we will... We will go back to the question that is posed. What is the WWE going to be without Vince McMahon? We're going to have to wait the next six or so months and see. Well, if Triple H steps up, Triple H can yeah. run it. If we know that from it, NXT. Though, if you read it, though, yeah, he handed, he handed control over to, to Stephanie. Right? And he's supposed to step back, but he's not. He's still going to be very involved in the storylines and everything that goes goes on. He still has creative control, is what I'm saying. So, and really, what was the point of having him step down as CEO if he's still going to be doing his duty and still fucking WWE up? I mean, if, if Trip gets it, I mean, Trip and Sean, okay? NXT's their baby. Look at NXT. NXT's Fucking full. I fucking yeah, but it. when 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 H was running it, it was so much better of a program than yeah. when Sean took over. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, and Stephanie's doing amazing things with the women's division and whatnot. Yeah, you know, she has. Yeah, she's fucking incredible. But I mean, I'm just I'm sick of Vince. I'm sick of him, Mister. I'm gonna fucking change everything in like 15 minutes till till showtime. Like, so what in the motherfuck is that? Oh, right. I don't like this. I don't like this. Tears it up and writes his own. Oh. Somebody, somebody needs to fucking power slam him or something. <laughs> give him an F five. Knock him the fuck out again. I seriously, I miss the times with Vince McMahon taking bumps. Everybody loves watching him get the shit out of him. So I miss yeah, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon kind of fell clumsily. He didn't bump so much. Yeah. <laughs> the That's what made funnier. Okay, if, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna go that's doing bumps, you know who I miss doing bumps the most? Who? I miss segments of, of getting the shit kicked out of them. I miss oh my god, I miss Bobby Heenan. I Bobby miss Heenan, yeah. <laughs> and then just he roll around that. taking six sick bumps first time. Um, uh, yeah. Sean Waltman, X Pac. Okay. That guy would yeah. take the most ridiculous bumps back in the nineties. 
Speaking of ridiculous, are you guys ready to talk about this next uh, little segment that I have here? We're going to have fun with this first hour of the program, and uh, and we'll kind of talk serious and then, you know, kind of switch back and forth. But Joey Ryan lost his job. I feel so bad for Joey Ryan. I don't. Um, Joey Ryan. <laughs> oh, you're going to love this. You guys are going to love this. I wish I would. I have the ability to like take and like really upload shit into the soundboard really quickly, but I don't. Um, but uh, yeah, you guys, you you guys want to hear where he was working? Disneyland. <laughs> what the hell? Yes, he was working at Disneyland. Do you want to oh. know why he got fired? Why? Sexual misconduct. Oh jeez. When does it end? <laughs> he was he was called out in the 2020 um speaking out movement and evidently um I, boy I don't even know. Um he was working with the um Jungle Cruise at Dis, uh Disneyland and um yeah. I, I, I don't feel bad. This is a guy that fucking just I, – I, I never liked Joey Ryan. Never, 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 never. I remember on the first pay-per-view that All Elite Wrestling was a part of when he came out with the Druids and Katie had nightmares for a week of the walking penises. <laughs> walking fucking – oh, don't even start with the penises. Oh, my God. Let's start. I, I just don't feel bad for the guy. I, I'm sorry the wrestling business disgraced you, and there's a lot of other people that should have been put on that list for stuff a lot worse and or the uh, same levelness of petty as what Joey Ryan was blackballed from the business for, but um, I don't feel bad. You know, sexual misconduct is sexual misconduct, and that's that's that. So, um, boy... All right, where do we want to go from here? Oh, name it. <laughs> you know, um, everybody, we are going to um, now kind of bust open some things that have been needed to be talked about for a little while. And, uh, you know, a lot of this is uh, not... It's not pent-up frustration, but it is definitely, um, you know, giving people a point of opinion here, and uh, that's that's just what it is. It's a point of opinion. So we have talked for years about Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme. We have talked in nauseam about this organization. Um, They had an event this last weekend, or was supposed to have an event, let's say, um, in LaSalle. And it was a couple blocks from where there was an ongoing carnival. Um, We got some rain that day, but it was my speculation and feelings that even though it was an outside show, um, it had dried up enough by the time that their bell time was supposed to happen, or they could have moved bell time back an hour, being that it was an outdoor show, um, to be able to accommodate this. They instead canceled their event. Oh, my God. Um, I'm sorry. This is my problem with outdoor shows. I, told, I got him, honey. I got him. 
Sin. I got yeah, him. Sin's a little. Yeah, Sin's a little choked up. Um, well, he could get choked up on this. Uh, he will give him a couple seconds here. Um, the thing about it is this. I have always said that there is a danger in doing an outdoor event that does not have uh, – you don't make accommodations to have a big tent. You don't make accommodations to have some kind of shelter over the ring and equipment. Sin will tell you this because we know what happened at this event that Sin and I worked for Sea red earlier this month. They did not have a tent over the sound guy, his laptop overheated in the heat of the sun. Oh my yeah, God. it was a hot day. So I go back and I say this again. If you are not going to have some kind of shelter, if you do not make the reservations, if you're going to go and sell a bar a show and you can't sell it well enough to be able to go to the bar and go, I'm going to need an extra five to seven fifty because I've got to rent a tent to make sure that if it rains, we can still have this event because then they'll tell you once the talent is there, once the ring is up, that's it. You're out that money. So yep. it's it, it it comes down to that, and there have been so many outdoor shows. Yes, outdoor shows are great. I've seen them work and seen them fail. But at the end of the day, you always run the risk of the rain or the elements, and that's why promoters have to be smarter. And and you know, okay, PWX wants to go and spend a lot of money. Go buy a tent if you want to do outdoor shows. They're not that expensive. I say this because my bro- my father is a minister. And he's looked at them. They're cheaper than what you think. But if you're going to be on the road, up and down, selling outdoor events, it's a good investment. Yep. Because without it, you're doing this. Now, there is other news to discuss in the land of Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme. And normally I wouldn't give them all this publicity and credit. However, I have to call a spade a spade here. Um. We know that a couple months ago, they did the Streeter High School. They, it, it flopped. They could not make a go of this. But it has been announced via their Facebook page that on July 30th, back in Streeter, they are doing an event called New Blood. There will be a signing with Rhino from 12 to 2, a wrestling seminar from 2.30 to 4.30. Um, <laughs> I got it. Uh, wrestling seminar from two thirty to four thirty for thirty dollars for trainees and trained wrestlers, and then the event itself will be um, seven to nine thirty. Doors open at six. This is my problem with this. You guys uh, just went and and did the Streeter High School, not even two months ago. We'll, we'll call it three months. I think it was back in April. You did not bring in a name for Streeter High School, but you're going to bring in one now because Dreamwave uh-huh. has announced that they are back because Dreamwave has stepped up their game, and this is no insult to the man himself. This is no insult to his talent. This is no insult whatsoever, but I believe that Dreamwave bringing Max Caster is a bigger attraction than Rhino at the current moment. Mm. I believe it because it's uh, because it's Streamwave. I mean, if I was going to go to a show just based on what name's there, I'd go see Rhino. Um, the other problem I, I see is that the event, their event is twenty dollars. I believe Dreamwave is fifteen. 
And yeah, that's off. Um, I I will tell bucks, you in twenty bucks. Twenty bucks is still affordable. It is. However, now I've got to play devil's advocate because this show is July thirtieth. Dreamwave is August twentieth. I don't know that the area is going to support both. I'm 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 being bluntly bluntly honest here. The only way that PWX draws the crowd to this event is if they bust their ass starting uh, after the 4th, like on the 5th of July, to really hit advertising in this whole entire LaSalle, Peru, Ottawa, Spring Valley, Mendota, Princeton, the whole damn area. Know about this. But, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, in terms of quality, of the entire event, Dreamwave wins hands down. Oh no, Jerome, because you're Dreamwave, so not necessarily because of Ryan. Is all I'm saying. No, 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 no. Um, I'm not saying. No, what I'm saying is PWX will not outdraw Dreamwave, but it's not even about that. I'm talking quality of matches at this point on, yeah. on each card. Um, Dreamwave will win hands down, and that's. Is it the fault of PWX? Yes, because they can bring in better talent. However, I, I don't see them doing that. Um, I don't know if Rhino is working this event. Uh, I have been told by some sources that I will not name at this time that he is not working the event. Um, but I don't know that Max Caster is going to be wrestling for Dreamwave, too. I'm, I'm assuming Jay's smart enough. If they're paying for Max Caster, he'll be wrestling. Uh, but... I don't know. I don't. I see this. I've I've had some sources tell me Dreamwave is going to be back on the regular. I've had other sources that say it's going to be a like maybe a quarterly or seasonal thing. I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. But I will say this: this event being twenty days out from Dreamwave does not do them any favors. If it would have been me, just me speaking. As a promoter, and I think Sin might agree with this, I hope he does. I would have waited to see what Dreamwave does. And I would have waited maybe two weeks after Dreamwave, the dust had settled from their event. Then I would have announced that, hey, I've got an event here in a couple weeks, maybe a month, with Rhino. Because I would have let I would have let Dreamwave be my gauge to see where we could be potentially with a crowd. But I also book different than PWX. I believe in quality, not quant- qu- uh, quality, not quantity. And I think I would have done this in reverse. I, I, I would have used Dreamwave as the gauge. Because this is the first time that real wrestling, and this is not an insult to all of the talent that works for PWX, just to some that aren't properly trained. <coughs> I don't see people flocking to that. People are flocking to Dreamwave again. I would have used that as my gauge, and I would have let that determine, like, okay, we're not booking the same talent, but they're going to draw, let's say they draw 400 people. So looking at it as a comp, I would have said, okay, my goal is to draw two, 225. If we make it over 225, great, out of their 400. But I – this being in reverse, I don't think you're going to see that. There are people that are going to go that want to see Rhino, but Rhino has been in this area before. Rhino was also supposed to <laughs> – there, there's some funny stories here 
that are coming out now that I can share because I'm getting ready to leave Illinois. So in 2011, Sin will tell you the first event that we were going to do in Streeter was going to be – sorry about that, Sin. I forgot I left you on mute. That's all right. Um, I'm patient. The first event that Sin and I were going to do with Steve Kane and Mel Storm and and a bunch of others, uh, the main event for that was Eric Freedom versus Bob Orton Jr., what Finn will now tell you is that the second event, which we were going to entitle Dangerous Conditions, it was going to be Sin and Machine, and I think we were trying to get Grant uh, with yeah. my initial game plan. Kind of a new three-ring circus kind of thing. Against Tommy Dreamer, Chief Atacula Kula, and I forget who the third guy on the other team was going to be, but this was where I had birthed the concept of the three versus three elimination I quit. Now everybody's like, well, you, you were just handing your trainer favors. No. He earned the right to be able to get in the ring to be with Tommy Dreamer. It wasn't just because he trained me. What a lot of people don't know is the third event was going to be in July that was going to be indestructible, spelled I-N-D-Y, was going to have Rhino. We had, we had already made connections with Rhino, with Dreamer. I mean, we were really going to ramp things up here to be able to draw a crowd and try to save a team center. Um, in 2012, the initial plan before the, the, the screw up um, was Rhino in August. And it, he was going to be working for both Big Daddy and I. Those were going to be double shots again. Um, the, the, the original plan was uh, May was for American Cancer Society. August, because of the telethon being held then, was going to be for MDA in both Iowa and Illinois. So originally the match had been set and I, I had talked to machine about this and I talked to Rhino and Rhino had seen some machines footage um, in 2012. It was going to be a match for the RWF heavyweight championship inside of the steel cage machine defending against Rhino. Now machine was given that match by another promotion later on, but that was the initial plan. Mm-hmm. And and I'll tell you right now, Sin, I don't know which one I would have wanted to see more, a gore from Rhino or a curb stomp from Machine in that match. Uh, gore! 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 I wouldn't be happy uh, if I didn't get a chance to get inside that cage and, and eat a gore. <laughs> I know, Rhino, you know, Rhino, funny. Rhino I'm going to tell what's, you straight up, Rhino's a sweetheart. Rhino is yes, yes ma'am, no ma'am, three bags full ma'am. But, I'll tell you. Go ahead. I love. I'm I love him. And you know, he's a sweetheart. He's great for the business. He was nothing. Yeah. Seriously, when we had him here. He's like in the, he, in the early. The he loves the business more than anybody I've ever interviewed. Okay. In the early two uh, thousands, in the early two thousands, I had like three different companies wanting me to face him. They kept like going, "Oh yeah, you guys would match up well." That was in better shape then, but no, I don't think I match up well size-wise to Rhino. <laughs> Rhino <laughs> would hurt got tree you. trunk legs, man. Yeah, Rhino would hurt you. I mean, especially his core, you know, like, he's just a big well, motherfucker. And it, was, it was funny yeah. because I talked to Steve Kane, and I said, what are we going to do with him? I said, I'm, I'm the heel manager of Machine now. He goes, well, he goes, I guess you're taking the gore through the uh, – cage door and it's like no 
No, Steve, I am not taking a rhino door through the, the cage door. I am not. I'm not I, I'd do pay it. to see that. I'd, I'd pay do to see that. I would so pay to see that, that, that's take a something. from rhino. Having him gore you through something was as good as one honky I had. Smash guitar over my head. I was so happy. <laughs> um, but getting back, getting back to this, the Illinois Valley uh, over the years has supported multiple organizations and multiple organizations at the same time. But on a level of quality, Dreamwave wins hands down. Yeah. And I, it's going to depend on advertising too, though, because if, if Powerhouse can step up their game, if they can spend five to $750 in advertising this event, they might be able to get a house out there. What they'll have to do then is book a card that people are going to want to come back and see again. If they can't do that, then you leave a bad taste in people's mouth. They've seen it once. They don't want to pay to see it again. Totally and, and agree. That's, that's where we're at on that. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not here to razz them anymore for the sake of razzing them because it doesn't do me any good. I don't know that it does them any good. Sooner or later, they're going to have to wake up and smell the coffee and realize that the things that I've been saying on this program since their inception were right. The conversations that I had with Jimmy Smooth when I was planning Wrestle Wars 3 and, and have, about having him come in and possibly be an investor. Things that I told him he did not take to heart because if he were using them now, he'd be doing better. Um, these are just things. These are facts. And that's one thing that I have prided this podcast on is, yes, sometimes I shoot from the hip. Yes, not all of my accusations or assumptions are right. But most of the time, my stuff is evidence-based, and I I, I rely on the facts. I rely on the facts. They've always steered me in the right direction. Um, So we do want to send a happy belated birthday uh, shout-out to our old friend, Madman Pondo. Oh, Happy Pondo. birthday. May your may your may your dreams and your days be filled with pink seeds. Yes. Probably my yes. real my real last final match I consider okay, has, Pondo. Has he been told the pink seeds story? Um, no, we have not told him that one. We might. What I would like to do at this time. I'm not doing it right now. What I would like to do at this time is try to find something on here. Oh, man. I'm just the old man right now. Uh, This is our song for Pride tonight. Um, We'll be back in about four minutes, 30 seconds. I will play something heavier after this is over, uh, after a brief moment to let Katie and I and even Sin speak about, you know, gay rights and all of that so we will be right back you are listening to rampage rand thursday night turmoil live on the evolution radio network exclusively live on blog talk radio this is from the queerest folk original u.s version soundtrack okay Mind. 
Reflections of the fears I know I've left behind I step out of the ordinary I can feel my soul Again. No. 
<laughs> um, that was Heather Smalls, the song Proud, like from, it. like I said, the original U.S. It. rendition of Queer's Folk. There is a new one that is out on uh, the Peacock, on the cock. That's not, the that's cock. not a pun. That's not a pun. It is actually on the Peacock. Um, you know, it's it, it's been a long journey as a gay man, and um, I am hoping um, I, I I won't go full on political here, but I just want to say this and want to make this point abundantly clear. I am hoping that our country, based on the um, things that happened in the last week or so, is not about ready to um, mess with us gays again. Because let me tell you, we fought hard once. We we ain't afraid to fight again. And no, uh, I I um I uh, am thankful for in my lifetime being able to see some of the things that I've seen as a gay man. Um, it's it's been kind of breathtaking. So I will uh, pass the buck over or pass the torch here over to Katie to say a few things and then to Sin if he'd like to. And uh, we got another little song we'll play. It's one thing, okay, we're sitting there saying how far we come. You know, that there's still hate. There's always going to be hate. And that's one thing when I came out of the closet, my Uncle John said, careful, don't get bashed. And I said, yeah, let him, cry. Let him come and try and bash me. I, yeah, I'll stomp all over them. But, I mean, like, we've come <laughs> so far, but we, yeah, we come so far, but we can do better. Yes, we can. We can do better. Uh, but yeah, I'm very proud as to where the gay community is today. I really am. I mean, sitting there watching parts of the parade this weekend, and our mayor of Toronto, John Tory, his granddaughter, who's 11, came out of the closet. And there was one thing I had a problem with, okay? And I will always have a problem with this. And, Sean, if you want to say something after I say what I have to say, you can. I'm really, okay. getting, I'm really getting sick of this. My, my, kid, my, kid's, my kid's seven, eight years old and just came out as trans. My kid's seven, eight years old just came out as gay. You don't even know, you know, like, you don't even, you're not developed enough to even know what love is. How in the hell do you know if you're gay? That's why, I mean, like, with these kids, that are like five years old and saying they're trans, I don't agree with with hormone therapy unless the kids pass a certain age. You know, I do agree I, with you 100%. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Old, yeah, when you're 12 also, years old, you, hold on, when you're 12 years old, you know whether or not you like boys or girls. You know. I also okay, you want just, to you know. uh, take a moment. Sorry, blowing the crap out of my... Uh, smoking utensil here. I also want to take a moment to strike down the false narrative that, um, you know, child grooming goes on in schools by teaching children about sexuality and and protecting themselves in a sexual manner and and things of that nature. Nobody is grooming your children. Nobody is grooming your children. Nobody. They're they're having sexual education. They're having sex education, you know, that, that is covering the LGBTQ, and they're gonna they're gonna learn what each what each letter means. That okay. narrative started with Anita Bryant as as a way yeah. to drive fear, and that narrative is drove by nothing more than fear. 
Um, I'm, a, I'm, here, I'm here to tell you right now, I have never had, and, and I'm a seduction guy, like Sin and, and Katie have been around me long enough to know, I can seduce, but I have never been able to seduce somebody that doesn't want to be gay into being gay. It doesn't happen. And I made yeah, that point to say yeah. this. Nobody is going to make your children gay, trans, lesbian, what have you, other than themselves. Exactly, just because they have the information. Just because they have the information, you know. I'm here to tell you I don't believe in child grooming. I don't believe in that narrative. If I did and and then there was proof behind it, then you can come to me. But there were some posts that I made, um, again, not going full-on politic here, but I don't agree with that. That was Anita Bryant. And Anita Bryant is also kind of responsible for Nancy Reagan having her stance in the whole AIDS crisis the way it is. So I don't believe in any of that shit. I'm here to tell you that nobody can make the choice whether your child is gay, bi, transsexual, not all of the above, but them. You exactly. can't make that choice for them. Nobody can. And this narrative of your... I just don't understand how... Um... People have a problem with it still. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's I, I just, the norm. I grew up in a household. I grew up in a household, you know, where we're mixed breed, like you know, I'm Irish and Mexican and stuff, and you know, everybody's got their own thing. And what I, I don't try to stereotype by colors or you know, sexual preferences. It just, it's not my thing, so I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around it, honestly, and I think it's horrible in general, I, I, but I can't wrap my head around it. It's just, I don't understand how you can hate somebody because their sexual orientation. How do you know anything about them by that? I mean, in hom- homophobia, okay, you're, <laughs> just, you're not scared, you're not scared, you're an asshole. Oh, yeah. Well, you're not scared, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> Yeah, you, I just you, don't. You, I don't see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I would never. I would never like bash somebody for <laughs> their sexual preference or anything like that. That's crazy. No, I just don't see it. I'm also here to tell you very much, and I speak from experience with this, and that's all I'm going to say about my my next comment. But there is still very much a stigma in the world when it comes to HIV and AIDS. We have come further mm-hmm. now than what we ever have before through uh, <clears throat> science and great doctors and research. Um, you can now get what's called an uh, undetectable viral load through medicine. And the CDC in this country, the United States, has confirmed that once you get a viral load of undetectable and maintain it, you cannot sexually pass HIV to any of your partners, whether they be negative or not. However, I want to remind everybody, hold on, hold on. I want to remind everybody that we we do have PrEP out now, and PrEP is a wonderful drug. But do not let, or Discovy, do not let PrEP be the reason that you take riskier behavior because PrEP will only prevent against HIV and AIDS if you're using it correctly. It does not Mm -hmm. prevent against other STDs. Continue, uh, your question, Katie. Oh, okay. Um, they have dropped the ban of gay men donating blood. <laughs> They're now allowed to donate blood. Are, are gay men allowed to donate blood in the state? 
Um, I believe so. It depends on the circumstance, boy. There's yeah. a story well, that I'm not about. Now we already had Roe versus Wade yeah. turned. So yeah. Yeah, some states care. won't as have. As long, yeah, as long as you're clean, um, you don't care. Give us your blood. I, it's a, it's actually funny. I remember uh, being with my one of my ex fiancés that I was with for two years, and we had went and tried to donate plasma, and they denied him. And they looked at me, and they're like, "Well, we denied him because he's gay." And I was like, "Time out!" Because at first, I did. <clears throat> I was eighteen when this happened, maybe nineteen. I did not yeah. realize that legally they could do that because there were no laws that, that said that they couldn't. And I, like me being me, and, and Finn has seen it, and I think Katie's heard it on this program, I, I lost my ever-loving mind in this place. They're yeah. like, we, we might need police. I'm like, no, I'll go, but swear to God, like, piss me off again, and I'll, no. Um, but yes, that it, I mean, we have come so far, but don't forget where we came from. Don't forget uh, the, the stone wall, everything that we have been through. To get mm-hmm. to this point, we have a lot more work to do. We have uh, uh, governments in some states that don't like us. Um, we have just we have a lot more work to do. The, the, I believe a lot of people think that when gay marriage was approved, that was the end of this fight. And I'm here to tell you, there's a lot more that we need to fight for, and we need to continue oh, fighting for our rights. Because if we mm-hmm. if we put up the gloves and say that's it, we don't need to fight anymore. That's when they're going to nail us. Yep. So, I would like to, um, man, you know, I need to really get in here and uh, upload some more tunes. I got to figure out how to do that. Yeah. Before you you do that, you need to go through everything on the board and get rid of things you don't need. Well. There's things on here that I'm, I'm... No, 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 no. I've been telling you for three years. You three have been telling years. me... You have been telling me and the old old man that former, the, the longer than that, honey, but it will. Yeah, okay. it's something that I need to work on. All right. It's, yeah. um, it's a mess. <laughs> well, it happens. Messy, messy. Yeah. We're talking about gay people being messy. I, I feel a little uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. There's a first. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I do want to play this at this time because I do have some breaking news. And then okay. we'll take our song break.
That is right. The gorgeous ladies of wrestling return to the Evolution Radio Network. I have been holding on to this for just a little while. Oh, you don't even Um, know it. I'm going to say something about the the ladies of GLOW. Oh, but I'm probably going to cry. They have supported me through my journey, my year and a half long journey, more than anybody. They've been there, whether it be, whether it be, you know, Patricia or April or Roxy or, or Beastie, you know, and they've all been amazing, you know, like, especially, especially at the beginning of my season. They haven't left my side, so I think so. And they know I'm going to cry when they come on there. So I love them so much. That's I I love these women. They have, I mean, literally, uh, the the day that Katie and I got the news of Steve Kane's passing was April 23rd of last year, and I, you can ask Katie, I took like a week, I wouldn't speak to anyone, I said, I can't process this right now, like, I had already planned my last vacation to Palm Springs when I went out there Memorial Day weekend last year, I would say, I... I don't know what to do about this. And, and me, like, it, it, it threw me that people like a bill after when Steve Kane passed came and checked in on Katie and I regularly. Right. Yeah. He's like, Hey, just want to make sure you're okay. And I'm like, Mr. After. And he's like, you, you, you no longer get the right to call me Mr. After you're like family to me, kid. Call me bill. I can't call him Bill. Um, it's Mr. Bill out there. I mean, this is this is the impact that this um, yeah. podcast has had can, over the years, and people yeah. people can, can say what they want because a couple a, a couple weeks ago, I watched a, a promo that somebody had done um, down in Southern Illinois, t- claiming that this podcast had never done anything positive. I'm here to tell you right now, this podcast in October we'll be celebrating its ninth year in existence and oh I don't know God. that I don't know Nine that I would have grown my life. I don't know that I would have grown without this podcast. I don't know that we would have gotten the personal growth that Steve Kane had out of him before he passed without this podcast. I certainly know that Katie has learned more about wrestling over the last nine years and heard some of the greatest stories, whether they be mm-hmm. hilarious or horror stories that we, we could ever uncover here. So on July 7th, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling are going to be back. We have the Royal, we have the Royal Hawaiian slated who I had the privilege of meeting in California when I was there last year. She is such a sweetheart. I cannot wait to see her upon my return to Palm Springs. Um, This is a big one because, and and look, I'm not going to divulge dirty laundry here, but I am happy that uh, the Royal Hawaiian and Roxy Astor have put their all of their personal differences aside. They are working together again. Um, they're getting all of this glow stuff ready. There's going to be another glow cruise that they'll be talking about. Yep. Um, so we have I Roxy Astor. I do believe the cruise is in November. We have Roxy Astor. We have Sunny the California Girl. Uh, Gremlina will be coming back. Oh, really? I love Gremlina. Yes. Everybody knows that. I love that little ankle biter. 
And I wish I had the money to, um, you know, make myself and Sin transport there. But on July 11th, they will be in Palm Springs, California at Oscar's Restaurant. It's going to be a big glow celebration in Palm Springs. I really wish I was going to be there for this because y'all know I'd probably do something live on Facebook um, I, I am just excited for this because April, um, a.k.a. the Royal Hawaiian, she's told me, she says, well, there's going to be stuff planned after you're here. It was like, I like I love you girls already, but this is and, – and Roxy Astor is a hairdresser. Like, I cannot wait to meet her. She's going to oh, love yeah. my hair. Um, my so, hair, Finn, were you – he has, he has a tiny little mohawk, okay? Needs, no, you need to grow your hair a little longer again so you can have a mohawk to spike up. Yeah. Maybe as long as mine. He's a proper um, mohawk. Sin, you were me? you a fan? Yes, I heard I you. Maybe Sin, as long as mine. Sin, were you yeah. a fan? My, my hair's longer than Sean's. That's funny. Were you a fan of uh, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, wasn't it, um, wasn't it Ivory that originally came from there? Yeah. Eventually yes. made it to the, uh, Hall of Fame. So that's, yes. that's good on her. Um, I always thought she was a solid worker. Um, when I heard she had originally come from there, you know, when it, when it first came out, you, you, you know, I think a lot of people didn't take it seriously, but yeah. as some, uh, some of the talent like Ivory, you know, uh, got into WWE, people started realizing, okay, women can actually wrestle, you know? Yeah. Um, so July 7th will be the date of the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. It'll be a special edition of Wrestling Authority Radio as they get ready for that event. Oh, um, man, I have, a, I have a birthday party that night, and Joanne's dying, and I'm not missing her. Oh, shit. Okay, no problem. No problem. We will, we'll we, we, yeah, we will come do, up I'll with do, something. I can do an hour and a half. So, folks, that is the latest news in terms of Wrestling Authority Radio. We told you the guests would be coming back. We're working on it vigorously. There's going to be a lot of big guests that we get to come back. And, you know, anniversary did not happen last year. That's no fault of my owner, Katie's. It just wasn't the right time. We needed to find somebody like Sin to fill in, um, not even fill in, and, and uh, I don't even mean it like that, but we needed another male host Join with us. the experience level of Steve Kane. Um, somebody that actually actually knows what to ask these people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, because Katie will tell you, there were some nights with Steve Kane that were er and the um and and like Katie and I are firing messages back and forth on Facebook Messenger, just dying. Uh. <laughs> He's worse. He is worse than a hockey interview. Okay. Anybody, anybody knows that when you when you interview anybody in sports, and we do it here, we count the ers and the ums and the os and the eyes and everything. Yeah, Billy Gunn was horrible at that too. Um, er, uh. Yep. Well, uh, yep. um, er, at the beginning of a promo, right away you go, this is an ending well. Okay. <laughs> yes, or you get somebody that goes on for a 20 minute promo. All <laughs> right. Well, I definitely, you know what? Let's do that. 
We are going to do a 90s throwback here tonight, uh, and then we'll be right back and continue on with the rest of the program. Here's some collective soul for your soul and your ear. All right. Championship Wrestling presents an all-star card of action-packed wrestling matches just for you. In the main event, Sam McCallahan faces Jelly Janela in a bleak 182 death match. Featured match, Joey Ryan versus Priscilla Kelly in a puke on the naughty parts match. First person to puke on their opponent's naughty parts loses. Garden Rake on a pole match, special wheelbarrow race, and much, much more. All that this Saturday night at the Birmingham County Fairgrounds. It's Mud Show Championship Wrestling 
You don't want to miss it. Y'all better be there. Yeah, now I go to Alabama. <laughs> we are back with, with Rampage Rants, Thursday Night Turmoil on the Evolution Radio Network, live and exclusively live on Blog Talk Radio, a proud presentation of Rampage Productions. I, once again, am statistic Sean David. I've earned that moniker, you bastards, along with my co-host. The Sultan Slithers in. <laughs> I am I am gonna save my comment until after Katie introduces herself. Okay. Okay. Oh, she does. Okay. <laughs> she must step away while she uh while the music was playing. Either that or she has herself on mute. Earth to Katie. Katie. All right. Well, I know. How I've to been fix muted this. and talking to myself for about five minutes. <laughs> 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 we just said yeah, that you someone had said, done that. Sorry, as soon as he's mentioned, she must have herself muted. I went and looked and was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I You're always muted. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> oh. And I'm not high. I am not high. I swear to God. Well, <laughs> I just, who are you? I, I, I just pounded back a cheeseburger, onion rings, and fries. The place we order from doesn't make you choose. We give you onion rings and fries in one order. We call it Springs. So, yeah, I just pounded back a burger, onion rings, fries, and a steak. Live on it. That's an onion ring, fries, and a shake. Anything else? Can I have some fries with that shake? Uh, <laughs> Damn, yeah. girl, you so fine, I would drink your bath water. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, the worst one, I had a friend that said she's so hot, I'd eat corn out of her shit. That's oh the worst thing I've ever heard anybody God. say. <laughs> they used to say it all the time. It was like oh three God. Times that, that, a week. No, that is said in my house often. <laughs> if, she, if, if she's, she's hot enough, that I need no alcohol consumption to fuck the shit out of her. And I would eat the corn out of her shit. Yep. What yeah, yeah I've heard, I, I've heard people say oh, it. Where, where did that saying even come from? I don't know. It wasn't me. It was like oh, that when Lord. I got here. Yep, that's my excuse. Somebody Lord have before I got here. Uh, damn. All right, I, we are back. And here we are talking about a lot here tonight, having some fun. Um, you know, I do want to give a shout out to the promotions that are doing it right, because there's a lot of them. Um can't believe this is actually letting me do this. All right, there are some shows that I do want to talk about. There are some events that I want to talk about. Freelance Wrestling on the 30th, that's tonight. I didn't know that was going on. Um, You've got some events to choose from this weekend in the Chicagoland area. You have Freelance Wrestling in Joliet, Joliet, Illinois, on the 2nd. Joliet, Joliet, Illinois. (laughs) 
We have we it on Razzo. Here. We we live we re, we live by your ears. It's not Razzo. It's it's <laughs> Razzo Ramon. Razzo, Razzo Ramon. She come into the ring at this time. Oh my From God. From Olia, Illinois. <laughs> Razzo Ramon. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Take a look at the average guy. That that'd be a saying. Take a look at the average guy. I am Homer Tribal Chief. <laughs> that could be his theme song. <laughs> I am what? I am I'm Homer Tribal Chief. Homer Tribal Chief. There you go. He'd have to shave his head though. Oh shit. All right. Um, not going to talk about a lot of the things going on next week that, or, or the following week. Um, but I do want to talk about this because um, this is kind of on my bucket list. It's on the list. You just made the list. Your Midwest Wrestling Reunion Class of 2022 is going to feature... Oh, God. They're putting... Please... Please be not. Okay. Uh, your award recipients, the Lifetime Achievement Award is going to Eddie Sharkey. Oh. Your Male Wrestler of the Year, Joe Alonzo. Your Female Wrestler of the Year, Heather Reckless. Your Tag Team of the Year, the Brothers of Function, the team of Yabo the Clown and Rough Crossing. Yabo the Clown also portrayed... Thunderfoot. Yabba the Clown and uh, what'd you say, Rough Crossing? I haven't yeah. heard, I haven't seen Rough Crossing in probably decades. <laughs> wow. <laughs> decade. <laughs> Manager of the Year, the Mouth of the Midwest, JP. Official of the Year, Justin and Robert King. Announcer of the Year, Mr. Ricolo, who did some stuff for us uh, at one point in RWF. Promoter of the Year, Ed Heller and Mark Koval, and your special recognition award is going to the Soul Touches. It'll be yeah. Willie the Bomb Richardson, the Urban American Gladiator, Trauma, Marche Rocket, I believe Acid Jazz will even be there, and the Urban Sensation himself, C. Red. The man, the myth. That'll all be going down July 17th from 12 to 3 p.m. in Lake Zurich at Barbecue Productions. Something, something I got to make it to. Yes, yes. Got indeed. a lot of people. Got a lot of people that were close to me and wicked in that group. <clears throat> all right. You have your schedule now for the downstate area. In Haiti, Missouri, you have American Hostile Championship Wrestling at the Haiti football field on the 2nd. Anna Fight Underground is tonight at the Quick Skating Ring in Anna, Illinois. Um, And, boy, you've got some other events coming uh, very soon. That we are going to talk about. I do want to talk about this one here for a second. Um, and I believe that's the only real one I want to talk about, other than. Where did it go? There was another one. All right. Well, we'll start with this. Um, 
Wrestling Free Cure returns July 16th, live from the Illinois building in Springfield, Illinois. Tickets are five bucks. Doors open 5:30. Showtime six o'clock. Wrestling for a Cure. It is their sixth annual fundraising event. Um, it's going to feature some great talent. This thing is always a, a big deal. Um, Timothy Givens and um, uh, Jason always do a good job with this. You have some big matches signed for this. You have some uh, big stuff coming. Um, but it's all for a good cause. The money raised from this is going to St. Jude. Nice. Good. In their sixth year. So I would like everybody um, to please support this if you can. Freelance Underground has raised $900 as of June 7th. I don't know that there's another update with these figures. If I have missed these, I apologize. I'm trying to do the best I can here with this. Um, that's Freelance Underground up around Chicago. They've taken a part in this to try to help raise the funds. And then we have Rocket Pro Wrestling out of Joliet. They've raised $815. Pinfall Wrestling Association in Springfield, $777. And Illinois Elite Wrestling, $400. Um, They go around all year and fundraise all year round. They put on this event, donate everything to it. They are all about raising money for St. Jude. It's a great cause. Please support it. Um, Wrestling Free Cure 17 on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Wrestling Free Cure 17. Um, so that's, I that's love, big... I love wrestling shows that are, uh, held for, uh, charities. We did one for a kid who needed, uh, somebody to get his wheelchair into his vehicle. And man, that, that show was fantastic. The crowd was just so super excited. The kid was over the moon. It was very cool. Absolutely. All right. There was one last thing that I was looking for. There it is. I don't. And then the one that I do want to uh, talk about that, uh, unfortunately, Sin and I missed. But if we know anything about John and Patty, this was a great event. I actually might want to see about getting a DVD from this. This past weekend, IWA Productions on June 25th, had Buff the Stuff Bagwell. Oh, that's, that reminds me. I wanted to try to make it down there because I wanted to get an interview with him. I oh, never okay. got on that. I missed it. I begged. You don't know. I begged for eight years. Eight, seven years. Okay? <laughs> seven long motherfucking years for Steve to get Buff Bagwell on this show. Oh, my God. I would, I would. So, me, so would you be happy uh, with me if I could make a few calls and get them? Uh huh. I, I, I can see what I can do. Yeah. She, she would want to see how the snake slithered if, if you did that one for her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought, I thought she didn't believe in snake slithering. <laughs> oh dear lord. All right, are we ready to talk about this whole AEW shindig? And then we can talk a little bit about WWE, because there's less fun to talk about on WWE than AEW, and I like to rip some of this AEW stuff apart. Um, Do it. Let's just, just shut up and let's, get to it. Let's just start with this. The lead-up to this pay-per-view was awful. Absolutely mm-hmm. horrendous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The ratings tanked over trying to sell this pay-per-view. Well, who is it now? Is it no Daniel Bryan? 
no CM Punk, no Adam Cole. Yeah, right? Yeah, they're all injured. Well, you know how they all talk about how they've got this more authentic, violent type of wrestling. Well, guys get injured when that happens. They certainly do. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live from Madison Square Garden in beautiful New York, it is Injermania 2022. (laughs) Featuring CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, (laughs) Cody Rhodes, Big E Langston, and many more of your favorite injured superstars. You can order and this huge, spectacular card for just twenty nine ninety nine on pay per view. Order today, Intermedia. If you show up on purpose uh, or show up in in person, we'll let Death Grandpa give you a brain buster. Oh my. <laughs> Oh, my. Oh, Death Grandpa. <laughs> the only one anybody wants to see in AEW, Death Grandpa. We're we're going to have Ric Flair versus some other old guy. In, in, in <laughs> what, did, what, what did Steve Austin cut in that promo in ECW? You're going to have to make me look that up now. Oh, um, my God. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> like, God. Geritol on a pole Garrett match. Geritol. Pole. <laughs> on a stick. All right, oh your pre-show results for this pay-per-view, and it should have been a pay-per-view that paid us to watch it. Uh, Chaos, Heroku Goto, or <laughs> this is going to be fun for you guys. Katie, you have been waiting for this for a century, it seems like. Here we go. Oh, Hiroki Goto and Yoshi Hashi defeated the factory of QT Marshall and Aaron Solo. And that's QT Marshall losing again. I won't yeah. have it. <laughs> Poor QT. Lisa Pan. The yeah. Murder Hawk Monster from who is from Horan, Texas. I I accidentally announced him wrong at the show that I worked with him and I thought he was gonna kill me. He's like, Say it right or you die. Yes, sir, you're like seven foot fucking tall. <laughs> oh, I don't care. I, hey, he may be seven feet tall, but I climb that tree. Hey, oh, yeah. and you can't touch that. Nom, nom, oh, nom. I put, touch it. I do more touch it. <laughs> she I would want to get pale whipped yeah. with his red and black whatever was attached to his head, but oh. it was cool. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. So, we'll don't put, go Vince McMahon we'll put, on this guy. Yeah, you don't have we'll his kind of some, money. That's what she wants with his hair. Yeah, but we're gonna. But we need to put some beads on the end of the hair for some texture, you know. Lance Archer defeated Nick Komoroto Elgano. You have no idea. El Goto, what? (laughs) Elgato? What? Camarato and Elgato. All right. El Gato? Oh, his real name is El Gato? Like, his name's the cat? <laughs> that's that's no, Mexican I, for the cat, El Gato. I know. I just had to be yeah. silly. Moving okay. forward. Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee must have made up against Suzuki Gun, El Desperado, and Yo Hinubu Kenimo. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
too many vowels, alphabet soup, in the pre-show. So evidently, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee are back together. I think that's a good yeah. move. Yes. Yeah, it was kind of silly so. to even try to break them up at this point. I heard uh, ha- Christian. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Then we had Max Casters, yo, 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 and the Ass Boys, all three of the Ass Boys, Austin Gunn, Billy Gunn, Colton Gunn, with Anthony Bowens in the wheelchair, defeated Alex Colin, Coughlin, Coughlin, Kevin Knight, the DKC, whoever the fuck they are, and Yuya, what the hell kind of name is that? Yuya Umura. (laughs) Umura, hell. Good job. Yes. Um, Why did you and not me? <laughs> Damn it. Oh, really? So, so you're bad at pronunciation too? No, well, no I can't. Pronunci- I would never. I'd slaughter if we, these if guys. You're, if, if you are bad with pronunciations, we want you to read it. <laughs> I don't have then it in we, front of me. Then we, ha- <laughs> then we had the Jericho depreciators, Chris Jericho himself yeah. and Sammy Gravara. And Minaro oh. Suzuki, the old man, returned with Ty Conti. What a good match. They defeated okay. Shota Yumino, Wheeler Yuta, and Eddie Kingston. Because everybody just tags up with Eddie Ke- Kingston now. There's no it. rhyme or reason to his character. <laughs> I love Eddie Kingston, okay? He's great. I just can't get behind the guy. That cage, yeah, that cage match last night, though. We'll get to that. Easy killer. Well, I'm trying to go over the pay-per-view, or the paper paper not. Uh, FTR, this is the only match that I would want to see. FTR, Catch Wheeler, and Dax Harwood defeated United Empire, Great O'Conn, and Jeff Cobb, and they are now the Ring of Honor and the um, IWGP Tag Team Champions, they also defeated Ropungi Vice, Rocky Romero, and Trent Beretta. I call FTR the tag team that I they want to give every belt to but the AEW. I love, love, love Jeff Cobb. I've met Jeff Cobb. He's an absolute angel and adult. And he we good. like mat- we want Matanza. We want Matanza. Oh. Sorry. Pac defeated Miro, Clark Connors, and Malachi Black in a four-way to become the inaugural all-elite wrestling, all-Atlantic champion. Oh, well, then they they did do what they said. It was only people from across the border, right? (laughs) That's why Pac got it. I would hope so. He needed something. Um, Darby Allen, Shingo to. Oh. Tagagi and Sting defeated the Young Bucks and El Fantasmo in a six-man tag. Okay. In, in Japanese language and in Asian language, I find your G's are soft. The soft. Thunder, Ro- Thunder Rosa defeated Tony yeah. Storm for the AEW World Women's Championship. Will Ospreay defeated. Go ahead. <laughs> Tony Storm got pushed too quick. That's my opinion. They could have held her back a little while longer and gave her the belt. Uh, They're they're, they're moving her up the ladder. It was like she came out of WWE, and now all of a sudden she was like their main contender, you know? 
Then we had Will Ospreay against Orange Cassidy for the IWGP U.S. Championship. No, Will Ospreay retained. I sure hope and, so. <laughs> and then are you guys ready for the the real shock? Yeah. Does Moxley win in the end? He's oh. the last guy they got. Nope. <laughs> We've got another shocker other than that. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Claudio Castanelli is now all elite. Oh, Claudio. Claudio Castanelli. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, I, have to, I have to say this. Yeah, I have to say this. It was, it was great watching him. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy Cesaro. But it was funny. And JR does it almost every single time somebody from the WWE comes over. He says their ring name when it was in WWE. I don't know if he does it to piss them off or if he does it to remind, remind us how, who they were. But, yeah, he says Cesaro last night while they were on well, top of the cage. Well, he didn't mean, me, didn't mean to, and a lot of people are saying JR should retire over that, I say otherwise. Um, no, but Claudio, no what? Claudio picked up a win over Zack Sabre Jr., and then we got Jay White I against love. Okada. I love Okada. Against Adam Cole I, and Adam Page in a fatal yeah, four-way for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. And then John Moxley, of course, retained over Tanahashi for the... AEW Interim World Championship. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to fork out money for a pay-per-view for one good cage match. Then, then you don't have to fork out money. I can teach you how to watch for free, man. <gasps> you got special Canadian channel? No, I got special <laughs> I got I got I got the skills, baby. She's got the skills. skills. She said that. Did you notice she kind of said that like uh, the American Dream? I got the skills, baby. I got. All right. Last night. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. 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 He said. He said the dream. So I got to do it. The American Dream. I got the skills, baby. Follow (laughs) me, daddy. I'll I'll take you places you've never been before. <laughs> oh good lord! <laughs> oh my night. god, that shot was right in the belly welly. I'm high. As, I'm high as a <laughs> I'm about to be. I'm gonna pass this over to somebody else to start talking about here in a second. Um, last night was blood and guts on AEW. I um, missed we, it. I know. Um, I have not well, watched it. Orange. I'm gonna. I'm gonna teach you. I'm gonna teach you how to get free stuff. Okay. Type in watch not, wrestling. Not, not. If you type watch wrestling into your browser and go, you know, come up with options. Take the first option, live one or live two, and poof, Bob's your uncle. So you got free stuff. Yay. Yeah. Yay. So I, 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 I got meals. Yeah. I got I like using it that way because, like, last night, eight, hey, like, Last night, my, my Android was, I don't know if it was my Android box or the channel itself being an asshole last night. So I, I, I went there and went on online. I've been watch wrestling. Boom. <laughs> Bob's your uncle. Free stuff. Cool stuff. Yeah. CCC. All right. Last night, we started things off. Here are them results. Orange Cassidy with boom, 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 best friends. 
defeated Ethan Page with Dan Lambert. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I love Orange Cassidy. I don't say what anybody says. I love he's Orange. Orange. He's, he's, he's very asshole. orange and, and he's an asshole. very green at the same time. He's an time. asshole. Yeah, but he's an asshole. That's why I like him. <laughs> then, then we heard from Christian Cage. Yay. He said the only thing good about Michigan and Detroit is it's close to Canada. Yeah. Used to wrestle in oh. Michigan. Uh, Christian and Rhino wrestled the, uh, do you remember Harker and uh, Stormrider? Yes. Harker Durs. They, they, Bloody they, they, Harker oh, Durs. Okay. Yeah, okay. back when he was Matt Maverick. You're going to talk about Christian Cage, but you're not going to talk about Luchasaurus breaking out into singles competition? We are going to get to that. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Those are fighting words with a K. Yeah. You're on your own on well, that one, he, buddy. Watch, uh, watch it. Watch I, I, it. Give I, him, I give him two and a half out of five stars for a man. Oh, so. you're so mean. I love Luch. I love Luch. And I love, um, I love, I love Jungle Boy, but I really love Luch. Jungle, uh, Jungle Boy has a career. I can see it. Yeah. Lucha. Thoris defeated Serpentico. Serpentico was. Anyway, he comes down with Christian Cage, and I was just like, "Are you kidding me? No one saw this coming." Okay, come yeah, down. Love, well, his mask, his mask is no longer green; it is now black. And he is, and he used to have, he used to have a green braid coming off his mask. That's gone now too. He's just, he comes down all in black. It's because so, Christian Cage makes all heels better. Yeah. So it's total, total heel, total heel turn for Leech. And I don't care. I love Leech. Everybody knows how much I love Leech. He's just Leech. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, well, Sir Pesico oh. was was stuck with that guy that they gave a job to just to do Jericho a favor. That Luther <laughs> they had brought back oh, from yeah. Canada. It was awful. Canada. I love the way you say Canada. Scorpio Sky and uh, Wardlow faced off. Next week, it'll be a street fight. They haven't had a match yet. We're, we're hot shot booking. They don't need to be a fight in a damn street fight. Not yet. I want to see yeah. it. I want to see it. Yeah, but don't, wouldn't you rather have something build up to it? I mean, instead of them, like, like I mean, you go to a steak dinner and it's four courses. You don't want, like, your steak first. You know You're what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. You no, want, just bring me the yeah. ice cream. <laughs> You're even worse. See, that's definitely spot booking. Just put, put him in hell in the cell. Bring me my ice cream. No, <laughs> no. Bring me, bring me some of that butter that I can slide right down my throat with one of them big giant yeast rolls. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. you need some help. <laughs> you need, you need, boy, boy, I said, boy, you need Jesus in your life. Oh man. Um. Then oh. we then we got this. Max Caster called Danhausen a juggalo and mocked Flint, Michigan's drinking water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Danhausen. I love. Dan I like. Housen. I like how they brought in ICP uh, <laughs> name drop because yeah. of where they were. That's funny because they were in Michigan. FTR teamed with Dan Housen to take on Max Caster and the Ass Boys. 
Yep. And FTR and Danhausen picked up the win. Are we going to see FTRhausen? Maybe. I was hoping, honestly, when like when Danhausen he was announcing he was partnered with Ingles, well, I think they can wrestle, right? I honestly thought that Hook was coming out. I'll yeah, I would have rather seen Hook. I like those two like together. Hook. Yeah, Hook's got well, great in-ring ability. Oh, one of me and one of my friends were talking about Hook. Apparently, he's Taz's son. Yeah, yeah, he's Taz's son. That's why they call him Hook. Yeah. Because Taz is from the Red Hook district. Oh. <laughs> yeah, if you ever notice in the ECW promos or WWE, it's always like when they announce him from the Red <laughs> Hook district of Brooklyn or like whatever. So they it. call the son Hook. Yeah, I love it. I enjoy him. I enjoy him. I, really I do too. Enjoy him. Uh, I, you've great. heard me say it on this show before. I think guys like him and Austin Theory are the future of the business. Uh, uh, I, I lo- okay, well, can we say I love to hate Austin Theory? I'll say that. Well, that's that's part of, like, look at everybody fucking hates Yeah, man. I know. He made a like career the out of man. it. Yeah, like the old man used to say, if, if he pisses me off and I hate him, he's doing his job. I get that's it. That's right. That that's people hate me at a show, and I'm supposed yeah. to be hated. Give me that's fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been waiting for the announcement of what would happen to Ring of Honor Wrestling. Ring of Honor will have their first pay-per-view on Saturday, July 23rd from Lowell, Massachusetts. Are there going to be any AEW guys on it? Well, this is what we've got. This is why I kind of had to cut in with some music as, as a way to try to hype this. It is going to be Jay Lethal versus... Um, Well, now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, and I Jay want you Lethal, to play that. Can you play that for the song, please? Yes. That'd Jay Lethal, cool. Sanjay Dutt, and Singh cut a video promo. Um, somebody is going to face Samoa Joe at this pay-per-view. So we know that. Oh, yes. I'm loving that Samoa Joe is being used because... Vince McMahon did to Samoa Joe what he did to Macho Man. He made him a commentator, and that's not what he wanted. That was why Randy, Randy Savage moved to WCW, because he didn't want to be a fucking commentator. He wanted to wrestle. Taz kind of got looped into that, and then on top of that, the most recent would be, um, um, what's his name, the one that got Corey Graves. He got injured. And that's why they made him a commentator. He he was supposed to wrestle. Jonathan Gresham is advertised for this pay-per-view as, along with Mercedes Martinez. I believe Wheeler Yuta also on the poster. Joe and Jay Lethal. Uh, the 23rd of July, and everybody is saying this will be on pay-per-view. So um, be looking for that. Let's um, see what numbers it brings in. Joe's a good spot for Joe. 
here would be the thing to really rehype this Ring of Honor product. I know the man is still needing surgery. I know he's not in the best of health. I'm not saying he's going to wrestle. Have Punk show up in Lowell, Massachusetts for this pay-per-view. You would never (laughs) see a reaction like it. Punk returns home to Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. People, this is <laughs> yeah. Say what you want about Tony Khan, and we've said a lot of negative things, but I think he might have been a step ahead with signing Punk on this one, and even Daniel Bryan. You have the elements that really made Ring of Honor special that you can tie back into that company now, and then you can tie them back into AEW. I like. That. I don't know. I always, I always kind of feel like. The way they're treating Ring of Honor, I feel like it's the NXT of AEW. Hmm. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I get this weird feeling off of it. Not at all. Uh, Like I said, like I said, I love NXTs. I love NXT format. It's friggin' amazing. You can be whoever whoever the hell you want to be on NXT. Well, what I want everybody listening to the sound of my voice to do right now is call in at that listener line, 515-602-9678. We're going to roll into a little bit of overtime here this evening, uh, just because we have a little bit more more to cover, a teeny, teeny, tiny bit more. Um, But then we had Jade Cargill with Stokey Hathaway and Kiera Hogan against Leela Gray uh, for the TBS championship. I don't give two shits about Jade Cargill. She flops around like a bluegill. It's awful. Can we please get somebody to take that belt off her? I'm yeah. sorry, but she looks more like a tranny. I'm sorry, but Jade looks more like a tranny than Nyla does. Okay. Is she, well, well, if you're going for if you're going for the look, for Sean. I did that for Sean. If you're looking for look, I guess she's got a good look as far as like build she could beat somebody's ass she just yeah isn't she super like athletic she looking like a man yeah no, she, she's she's there like bianca belair bianca is fatter than she is i'm sorry bianca's better than her bianca's more talented bianca's than her more well athletic than her I mean, I don't know if you've been following anything they they show you about Bianca Belair, but she was an all round athlete. You know. Oh, I know, I know. She all was all round athlete. It it kind of feels like a lot of stuff was handed to her though. I mean, when she first came well, in and did no, the women's no, thing no. in NXT. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. All right, we are at the five minute thirty second warning, Katie. I'm going to hang up on you because you didn't refresh. Refresh. Um. Guest call in line, 515-602-9678, 515-602-9678. We want to hear from you. Remember that all callers are subject to screening, and we do reserve the right to not allow anybody on air that we deem inappropriate. Just want to make that abundantly clear. There we go. She's going to be mad. Mm-hmm. Why I did you a favor. Because I refreshed you because you forgot to. <laughs> oh, all right. Here we go. Yeah, he knows, because I, I tell him I'm refreshing my call, and I didn't tell him, so he refreshed me. He's fine. It's fine. I don't, Young I don't, I was just. He just made me go, what the fuck? AEW <laughs> <laughs> Rampage lineup for the 29th. The Young Bucks, the Bucks of Young, uh, take on Hararu Goto and... Oh, baby, the Bucks of Utah. 
against Yoshihashi. Um, if they win, they get uh, the Chaos wins. They get a AEW tag team title match. They've got to beat the Bucks once first. Fucking young pussies. Okay, uh, man. The fuck is good. Tony Storm will take on Nyla Rose. Oh, oh shit. I can't wait. That'll I be a good one. And that then, be a good could, could, you, could you try to rip it off anymore? The Royal Rampage 20-man over-the-top rope battle royal. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> what did they call it? The old elite rumble. I don't know. Everything I don't know about y'all. Rumble. I don't know about y'all, but overall... um. The Royal Rumble just makes me pick up my phone. So, it's, I, mean, I like watching the Royal Rumble. I look up, I look up every once in a while, but the Royal Rumble drives me in up a wall. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. It could take forever and ever and ever and ever. Come on already. Yeah, you have to with with doing a battle royal or a Royal Rumble style battle royal. You have to be more creative with it, and that's why when I did ours in RWF, the Rebel Royal. We started with four guys. Four guys would enter at once instead of two um, just to make things move along faster because you don't want them out there forever. You really don't. Yeah, there's that too. All right. And I'm I'm guilty of having the wicked rumble, so. Are we ready? Are we ready for the main event? Yes. Got to play some music for this. I'm just getting into shit and no, he takes it away from me. And he hasn't given me a musical break, the asshole. Not really. <laughs> All right. Just call in number five one five. Pick one five, of those one, numbers, one of those fucking songs and play it. I say you I say you play the Black Sabbath tune because well it's Ozzy and Ozzy Rocks and Ozzy Rules and Ozzy is the end all be all and that's all I'm gonna say. Just call in number now, 515-602-9678-515-602-9678-515-602-9678. You got about 90 seconds, less than that. Call in now to hear the remainder of this show. And we want to hear from you, our listeners. We want to hear your questions, comments, concerns, ideas right here on Rampage Rants. Thursday Night Turmoil on the Evolution Radio Network, live, exclusively live on Blog Talk Radio. Are you guys ready to talk about the big main event from last night? Blood and guts, baby! Oh, boy, baby. (laughs) Oh, boy. Isn't that the weekly show, Blood and Guts? (laughs) If it looks like an afterbirth afterwards and smells like an afterbirth afterwards, then it might be an afterbirth. Anyway, JR comes out for commentary. We've got the Blackpool Combat Club, John Moxley, Claudio Casanoli, Wheeler Yuta, 
Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz against the Jericho Depreciators. Chris Jericho, Samu Guevara, Jake Hager, Daniel Garcia, Matt Menard, Angelo Parker, and they were with Ty Conti. Why don't they get shirts made like the NWOA? Like the NWO. I mean, they could just, you know, walk around with their Jericho shirts and maybe the crowd will buy them. Yeah. (laughs) Gravaro and Claudio started things off. The bell rang at 10 past the hour. Claudio manhandled Guevara and laid in running uppercuts. He continued a gnarly beat down of Guevara and Guevara climbed to try to escape. Claudio pursued and pulled him down onto the ropes. Guevara sprung on the ropes to escape Claudio and returned fire with a pop-up cutter. Guevara celebrated, allowing Claudio to go for the giant swing, but Garcia was next entrant and cut off Claudio before the commercial. Once back, Yuta evened the odds and entered. He crushed Garcia with repeated Germans before doing the same to Guevara. Hager was next for the Jericho depreciators, and he took out Yuta with the slam. The two big men, Claudio and Hager, took out smaller opponents with throws, then faced off in the ring from a rematch from the 2014 Survivor Series kickoff show. Claudio got the upper hand, but the man advantage allowed Garcia to get involved with the Jericho depreciators taking over. Jericho depreciators continued to dominate until Moxley came in for his side. He hit the X-Plex on Guevara and took out Garcia. Claudio bulldogged Hager onto a chair. Moxley produced a fork and carved up Garcia's forehead. Claudio oh, beat down Guevara. Were bleeding. Oh, my God. There was so much blood last night. Claudio, Claudio got it all over. Claudio, yeah, Claudio got blood all over himself, okay, when he when he grabbed somebody with blood. I can't remember who the fuck grabs, but, yeah, he got blood all over himself. Claudio beat down up. Guevara right in front of Conti. Moxley and Yuta hit a heart attack on Garcia, who had a gushing cut on the forehead. Well, Garcia mm-hmm. is who he took the fork to. No wonder. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah, it. they'd do it. The yeah. old, Mark, yeah. Claudio. The old Claudio butcher. Parker was next for the Jericho depreciators, but his opponents were firmly in control, and he just ran away until they finally uh, cornered him. (laughs) Claudio crushed him with a gut red suplex. Finally, the other Jericho depreciator members recovered and attacked their opponents with weapons, with Hager smashing Claudio's ankle with a chair. Ortiz even the odds for his team and ran wild ahead of a break. During said break, Moxley hit a pile driver on Parker onto broken glass, busting him wide open. Upon return, however, Bernard entered and smashed his opponents with a chair. Moxley was busted open as well. There was an obnoxious We Want Tables chant. Thankfully, Santana obliged upon entering the match, in addition to bringing his barbed wire back. Santana ran wild. tables right away. He didn't get into the ring. He didn't go near the ring. He didn't showcase himself, like walk around the ring, and uh, he didn't interact with fans, just came down and got a table out. Um, he appeared to have hurt his leg. Moxley grabbed skewers and stabbed them into Menard's forehead. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yep. Death match wrestling at yep. its finest. And that made him bleed. He started bleeding after that. Yudin Garcia peppered each other with stiff slaps. Jericho and his team, Jericho was the final entry for the Jericho depreciators. He came in with Floyd the Bat. Ortiz immediately took him out with a DDT and choked him with the chair. 
There was essentially a parade of big moves concluded with Cesaro running wild, but Jericho eventually cut him off with the code breaker. The official start of the match occurred when Kingston entered. He casually beat down the Jericho depreciators with kendo stick shots. Jericho tried to escape the cage, but was was ordered by Kingston. He was all over the place with that kendo stick. And you get a kendo stick shot. You get a kendo stick shot. You get one. You get one. You get one. It's like watching Oprah. It was great. It was awesome. um, I, like, I like Eddie Kingston. I like Eddie. I really, really like Eddie Kingston. Eddie tried to douse uh, Jericho in rubbing alcohol, but was cut off before he could yeah. use it. Blackpool yeah. Combat Club were in control. They powerbomb Hager through a table. Santana was still injured, practically immobile. It looked like a legitimate knee injury. Yuta and Moxley produced multiple bags of thumbtacks as Fadio and Ortiz exposed oh, the ring boards. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh do we God. have to really have to do this? Um, Moxley suplexed Renard onto the tax, and Parker was practically strung up by the ankles in a nasty spot. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club and company were firmly in control ahead of another commercial break. Once back, Kingston and Jericho were going at it. Kingston got the upper hand, but Jericho took him out with a fire extinguisher. Gandhi got involved and took out the official, leading to Ruby Soho coming out and brawling with her. Jericho escaped the cage and climbed on top of it. Kingston pursued him to the top. They fought, leading Kingston, nailing him with the Ukraine. Rivara climbed up on the top, too, cutting off Kingston's attack on Jericho. They were a little aimless for a while. Jericho could audibly be heard calling spots. In a preposterous and spectacular moment, Kingston hit Rivara with a low blow and tossed him off. The blood and guts threw something like a table at ringside. After one final commercial, Jericho put Kingston in the walls of Jericho on the structure. Mm -hmm. Claudio climbed up and booted Jericho to break up the submission. He gave Jericho the giant swing on top of the cage and went for the sharpshooter, but Bernard climbed up and cut him off. Kingston locked Jericho in a stretch plum, and Claudio applied the sharpshooter. Bernard tapped out, giving BCC's pin the win. After the match, Kingston was frustrated because he wanted to tap out Jericho, but Claudio won the match before he could. He looked like he might be injured as well, but didn't really move from a seated position on top of the cage at the very end. It was a good match. I don't care. It was good. I liked it. A little bit of gore is good every now and again, just not all the time. And it's good to see Cesaro, otherwise known as Claudio. It's really good to see him. I love him. He's hot. He's yummy. He does. I thought yummy. they'd do something with him after they put him over uh, Seth at uh, WrestleMania. Right? But they didn't. They released him. Yep. Their ratings. Did... It's a good thing. Their ratings did go back up over a million. Can they keep up the momentum? I hope so. Things are All right. Really exciting. Things are starting to get really exciting in AEW. Got some other news. Logan Paul is going to be a WWE superstar. Yeah, oh bro. My God. <laughs> oh, God. Really? Instant heat. Instant. Oh, yeah. He didn't do too bad at WrestleMania. I mean, if he takes it seriously, he could be pretty decent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Jake, that's pretty decent. I mean, so that's dedicated too. If you're being trained by WWE or by uh, AEW, you've got good trainers. Yeah, if you're being trained in the AEW, it looks like you get Malenko, which is actually extra cool. Yeah, Malenko is the one that really helped the women's uh, yeah I division take off. He, he worked yeah. a lot with them, and so did uh, um, I can't think of his name now. Uh, Dusty did, like you said, and yeah. uh, the Irish guy, uh, Fit Finley. Oh, oh, really? Nice. Yeah. That's not surprising. That's surprising. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, um, we don't know what's going on with the Briscoes. They has been pulled <clears throat> from Impact. Hopefully, we will get some oh. news concerning this. Oh, my God. Kind of can um, see that coming, though. All right. Well, do you want to feel the rock? Do uh, I really? What kind of do rock? Do I have to? Do you want to feel the rock? Why? Well, no. High Chief Peter Mayavia and the Rock's family have some more news. As Rocky Johnson has had DNA evidence prove he had five undocumented children. Oh. Oh. What the heck? <laughs> Not surprised. Not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, was Lillian one of them? Like Lillian Garcia was always looking at the rock strudel. He said so. <laughs> strudel. <laughs> Lillian, are you looking at the rock strudel? You want? Do you that. like? Hey, my name's Rocky Johnson. Can I have some of your pie? Yep. Do you like pie? <laughs> you like... I remember when that CD came out. A bunch of us bought that stupid thing. <laughs> the best well, song you... on there was uh, Our Truth Getting Rowdy. <laughs> Are y'all ready to hear the latest on Sunny? Oh, uh, do we have to? <laughs> yeah. I guess. Her lawyer withdrew from her case. Well, that's a, not a good sign. <laughs> Sunny days are going to turn into a dark cell with a cellmate like Nyla Rose. <laughs> oh, Coming to you oh, live I, I, from the state penitentiary. I, but it's, how could you say like Nyla Rose? Nyla Rose has a penis. Does Nyla Rose has a pe- have a penis? Yes. Have you seen it? Is, no, but she is, does. This is not in a derogatory way. Anybody that hears me, just let me get this out because it'll be funny. Is Nyla Rose one of those bitches with a penis? Because I had this guy play a song for me. Bitch has a penis. Yeah, thank yes. you. You run my mind. Get out of my mind. You don't pay rent in there yet. No, I don't pay rent. Get the fuck out. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> People, you should be paying it's people to get inside your head. Are you kidding me? Got a penis. <laughs> got a penis. It's got a penis. 
from the state penitentiary. It'll be sunny live in her new OnlyFans presentation, where we are going to see if the smile on her face remains when she is fed another female's shit. <laughs> sunny days. Isn't that what her video is called? <laughs> oh sunny my God. days. No, shitty days. Don't it make my brown eye blue? Somebody's going to. This is just wrong. wrong. But it's so right. But it's so right. It is so right. But it's just so fucking. Oh my god. I'm too high for this. (laughs) You said you were sober earlier. Oh no, I'm not even high. I've only said I'm high. Are you guys ready for this? Y'all ready for this? No. Not really. Uh, Kurt Angle refused a contract with Tony Khan. They wanted me to wrestle. In particular, Tony Khan gave me a call, wanted me to wrestle. They offered me a pretty good deal, but I just couldn't do it anymore. I wish I could, but it's just not possible. They did offer me two different times. They did want me to do an on-camera personality as well, non-wrestling role. I actually turned that down as well. I wanted to start up my supplement company and put more time into that and didn't leave the company at a particular time, so I decided not to do it. Oh, wow. Hmm. I think you should have taken the money. I would have taken <laughs> the money. Tony Khan seems to be giving it out pretty freely. Wasn't, wasn't there a show on um, Ow. Comedy Central years ago called Win Ben Stein's Money? They are on TBS yeah. and TNT. Win Tony Khan's money. Yep, that's what it is. Yep. Win right. Tony Khan's money. Are you all ready to talk about some WWE? Do we have to? I know. I know. Uh, Only if we talk about Riddle and Roman Reigns, because that was the best thing that happened. Yeah. Week. That match was fucking fire. That was fucking fire. You know, I, 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 there was, I'm not going to lie, I've been a worker for a long time, but there was that brief little moment in my head where I, he hit that RKO out of the spear, and I went, are they really going to do this? <laughs> you know? I know, right? Yeah, when that spear spot happened, I was like, oh, and I'm like, no, he didn't pin him, he's an idiot. <laughs> I would have I went for the pin myself. Yeah. Oh, man. For the win, um, let me uh, go back here and see if Corny's got anything else he's really talking about. Uh, He's got a lot that he's talking about. He has now put up his review of Forbidden Door. We'll be talking about that next week. Uh, This will be one for the record books, let me tell you. What else can we talk about, y'all? I think we Uh, might be out for the week. What the the heck? the new Beavis and Butthead movie is out. I saw the first half. Yeah, it. it was funny. I'm going to have to see it. There are other movies that have come out that are really good. Um, do want to thank everybody for listening tonight and wish you a very safe holiday, Independence Day, uh, 4th of July, Fireworks Day, whatever you celebrate. Hey, whatever you hey. do. Okay, and and to all my Canadian listeners, happy Canada Day. 
That'll be on the first. All right. Yeah. Every Canada. year. Every freaking year they they do this to me. Too many TVs to do. Forget that it was Canada Day. No, like, come on. It's not like I haven't mentioned it a thousand times. Blame yeah. Canada. Blame Canada for all their hockey hullabaloo and the discrimination. Blame Canada. Is that a song that you all had to, like, learn at childhood? Is that a song you all had to learn at childhood? Yeah. 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 Oh. Well, I think my wealth of knowledge is drained for tonight. Does anybody have anything else? I got nothing, dude. All right. (laughs) Well, you know, I do want to close and uh, wish everybody a Mm -hmm. happy fourth. Happy fourth. May the fourth be with you. Yes. No. No, you can't do that. You can't do. You can only do that on one day of the year, and it's made of force, and it's not made of force. You can't make the force be with you because it's not the force. You're a fucking asshole. They fucking changing up rules and shit here and there, wherever you feel like it. I made wait, the wait, rules. wait. Did he say? Did he say today's four twenty? Are we making up days now? Yep. <laughs> Oh, my God. Jesus, Mary Joseph. Yeah? These nuts. (laughs) Listen here, slap nut. Worst thing ever, slap nut. Slap nut. Oh. Oh. Number one, click on porn. Are you concerned about... Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. All right, we need to have just a little bit of fun. What can I play from oh. Corny? Oh. Boom, boom. Why I don't do know. You corny? Well, so you know what? All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.